You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. It's one of those times where you look back in hindsight and I realize perhaps I may have been a little bit inadvertently creepy. Slightly it creepy. Wasn't, it wasn't on purpose. See, it isn't I inadvertently creepy. That sentence doesn't make sense because nobody ever really intends to be creepy. So you were just creepy. Oh, man. Kind of I had had a few out. drinks. I was having a great night. The T.J. The Miller show was awesome. Uh, it was great to talk to listeners afterwards. And um, and I do, I think, maybe I owe an apology to, uh, I believe it was Anthony and Wayne, because I did kind of cut off our conversation really quick because Monica was there and I said, because oh, the hot blonde sorry, girl was guys. Talking to you. I actually said that. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg wow. Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we greatly, greatly appreciate it. We are live here five days a week out of Portland, Oregon on the Fun Employment Radio Network and then available all over the cyberwebs wherever podcasts can be found and thank you for finding us. So uh, we've got a ton of stuff that we're going to get to today but I I do I just want to say this right off the bat just to get this out there. The way you're clarifying that you're not creepy is like the creepiest thing No, because I feel weird about it now and I felt weird about it all weekend. So uh, Sarah and I, of course, we had TJ Miller on the show on Friday and uh, then we went and saw his show at Helium Comedy Club on Friday night. Which was fantastic. He was was amazing. I hope you guys all got a chance to see him. It was so great. Yeah, he was was great. Which I know a lot of you did because all of his shows were basically sold out. (laughs) They they were. And uh, and I encountered a couple of listeners after the show because he was signing autographs and I was kind of standing over there and and um, I believe it Trying was... Trying to get uh, T.J. Miller's leftover scraps. <laughs> <laughs> I believe it was uh, Anthony and Wayne, I believe, are, are two of the guys that I talked to. Super nice guys. I was walking up the stairs, and they're like, hey, man, big fan of Fun Employment Radio, and thank you guys so much. Uh, that was that was really cool. He kind of thanks then, you, but not not so much. Well, not, but a, then, not enough, okay, because I was t- you don't I, happen to be a hot blonde okay, chick. Okay, <laughs> let me explain it so I don't sound as creepy. But I'm going to sound creepy. And then, then uh, listener Monica happened to be there, too, who, who is, who is I, I think, uh, generally would be classified as a hot blonde chick. Um, but she is much more than that. But then then I was, uh, she was standing over she's there. She's very well read. And she's like, hey, Greg. And I'm like, oh, hey, Monica. And so I was like, uh, sorry, guys, hot blonde takes precedence. And I said that. I actually said that. Oh. Okay, here's the problem. That's not creepy. That's just douchey. I know. I understand that. I was in the moment. I'd had some drinks. I wasn't thinking. And I was like, just, I was excited because everybody was there. It was a great concert. Comedy show. I keep saying concert. Um, it was a great comedy Greg's show. Actively flailing his because arms I feel right now. so bad about some, it. I know mad, it was douchey. Like T Rex windmills going on over there. I know. I know. It's. Uh, I know it was douchey, and I. I regretted it the second I said that. But it was too late. It was too late. It was already said. Inner monologue came out. Something I shouldn't have said. Did she hear I'm, you say it, or did they? Yes, just hear? she did. Oh wow. Yes. Yes, and then, she, <laughs> and then she scurried out as soon as, as I said that, <laughs> and I feel really bad about that. So, guys, I'm sorry. I'm sorry all around to everybody. You guys are awesome. Thank you so much for saying hello. And uh, um, people are asking Greg, did you give her some finger guns? Did you go? Boop, 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 <laughs> I did not do. <laughs> I did not do finger guns. I hope not. I don't <laughs> think so. But uh, yes, I just wanted. I just wanted to. Uh, publicly apologize. He appreciates for that. everybody that listens to the show. Just uh, leggy hot blondes more so. <laughs> so yeah, thanks Wayne and uh, Wayne and who was the other one? Uh, Wayne and Anthony, I believe. Wayne and Anthony. And then uh, apologies to Monica for for saying that out loud when I walked over there. Wow. I know I feel like an idiot. So I just I'm admitting it publicly. I'm saying that apologies have been given. I I will um, I will. Um, 
maybe whiskey kind of contributed to that a little bit. <laughs> All right. Oh now yeah, because that was the way, when your brother better. was there too. My brother was there at the show as you well. Guys, I, like when they are when the nibblers are together, they do turn into the Moron Brothers. Like they are totally just idiots together, and there's like, oh, what's going on? Because I ended up meeting up with them. Um, like right before the show and I'm just like mm-hmm. what have the nibblers been up to the nibblers got into a little bit of whiskey I got think. into a little bit of whiskey <laughs> yeah had some beers having a good time yeah it was it was great it, yes, we, we had see, a good I was time. at my at my penis cutting party of course before going to the show so you didn't you had chosen not to go there that is true mm-hmm. yes all right well yeah let's transition out of me being creepy into you being creepy well we should um, probably bring on our super secret non-creepy guest okay I was, I'm glad that. you put non-creepy on there mm-hmm. just so did no no you've taken all him. the creepy in the room yeah I, I probably have uh, ladies and gentlemen Welcoming now to Fun Employment Radio. What are you doing got over comments. There? The one and only Aaron Durand. Hello, sir. <laughs> douche. <laughs> <laughs> so douche. You I can think so it. You shouldn't it. say it. You shouldn't I, say it. I know. I know that. And I realize it as I said it. It's like one of those things where as you're saying it's it, bro you're nibs. like, oh, no, that no. was dumb. Yeah, and but it was too late. Too late to cover that one up. And there was nothing happened with that girl either, was there? Oh, absolutely not. No, yeah. no. God, after I say something like that, no. That's as bad as the time that I completely crashed and burned in front of a girl years and years ago at a listener party. Oh, what did you do? Uh, okay, so remember the old KOTK girls? Yeah, yeah, of one course. Of, they, one, two of them were sisters, the hot blonde and like the kind of the punk rock sister. I do remember so them. Was the that one, was uh, on Terrestrial Radio when we were on Hot yeah, Top 1080, yeah, it KOTK. Was at, it was at the, uh, the, the center one, the one at the casino. It with was the, a Halloween one. Oh, okay, the one with like the money tank thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. And uh, I had like I had really liked the the punk rock sister, uh, I remember the her. rockabilly sister mm-hmm. a lot. And she thought I was funny because Rick would read my emails on the air or he'd hear me call in, and she thought I was kind of funny. So at the event, like Rick decides he's like, I'm going to introduce you guys because I think you guys could hit it off. He entered. She's looking just smoking. This is way before I met Jen. She's just looking smoking hot and like her full on like rockabilly punk girl look. Mm-hmm. Nice comes up to me and and Rick says, I don't remember her name, but this is Aaron. You know, geek in the city. Ha <laughs> ha! Have fun. And he goes to walk away, and I just fucking lock up. <laughs> oh no! I don't. I think I just go. Hi. Like nothing. Yeah, oh, and she I has. Really like she has. A, show. Oh, That's wait, nice. Yeah, and she has a total look of like, oh, uh, like her. She went from <laughs> looking really excited to have met me to, uh, oh, and here, wait, God. it gets it gets worse. Oh, no. She turns. She says, "Well, it's nice to meet you too." I imagine she, you sweating profusely. Oh, maybe of course. Oh yeah. oh yeah, man, sweat like. <laughs> a and that party was really yeah. hot. It was super so hot. She goes, "It's nice to meet you," and she turns around and starts to walk away. And I don't know why. Here's where you'll like this. I don't know why I decided to do this. Maybe I thought I was still like writing an email. No one would hear it because Rick was like about t- 10 feet away. Rick saw the whole thing go down. The look of horror on his face. And he's still looking at me and her back is to me. She's walking away. And I actually, you can't see me on the radio. I put my hand in the air like I'm a plane. And I actually go. <laughs> <laughs> and make that and plane crash. Yeah. She turns around and says. Yep. And then. <laughs> oh, oh, no. Oh, she turned around. She did oh, around. God. She said, yep. Oh. And, like, like, even like Rick, like, turned white. He just had a look of, like, I can't even be around this. It hurts too much. And I just, like, I just, well, I just made my way to the bar. <laughs> and I just, like, ordered, like, drink after drink. Oh, wow. Oh, that's so awkward. That is my greatest, that is my greatest, like, with another one fail of all time. Like, oh, I, Keelan is saying that he was there, too. And Keelan saw it, saw it too. Yeah. yeah. No, Keelan was there also. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. They both saw my shame. <sighs> 
<laughs> okay, that is that is an awkward so situation. There, don't ever but that was too, also I like ten better. years ago. That's true, Greg. And this was two days ago. <laughs> My game has improved in that time. <laughs> <laughs> well, that wasn't trying to have game. I was. I just, know you were a hot chick. I wasn't. Yeah, it's not like I was trying to hit on anybody. I was. I don't know why so what was I the said point that. Of bringing up or the hot why I did that. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. You were clearly trying to do something if you saw someone hot and you're like, dude, get away. No, because I've met her before. She's nice. She's a listener. And I I just, for some reason, I decided to say that. And I have no idea why. I don't know. Oh, you know why. Because I regretted it as soon as I said it. I think I was, I don't know. Greg wasn't in control. The nib was talking. God, it was bad. It was just whiskey nibbler take me home. It was (laughs) embarrassing. It was pretty damn embarrassing. So, yeah. Anyway. I wish I would have seen that. I just I'm heard glad you, you didn't I, see I just that. heard you recounting it, but I didn't hear you. No, because I, I knew as soon as it, it happened, I'm like, oh, no. Mm-hmm. What have I done? Oh, damn it. And uh, Oh, oh damn it. no, not again. <laughs> That's kind of what was going through my mind <laughs> the entire time. So anyway. Oh, so Greg's got the moves. Yeah, as uh, Blood Vixen in the live chat, mm-hmm. funemploymentradio.com slash live, where subscribers can tune in live and chat. Uh, she says, two words, no filter. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> there was no filter going on. Filter was gone. It was uh, it was party time. That's totally it. I've seen you with your filter off. It doesn't happen very because often. Not, I have a pretty good a, filter. And it's not a mean filter. I think no. it's just trying to like harnessing your creepy thoughts. It's a creepy <laughs> it's a creepy filter. Keeping the creep in check. It does. It keeps the your inner creep inside like it, like it'll like bubble to the surface and then your filter will be like, "Oh no, 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 no. Don't nope. say that." Sounds See what's uh, kind of weird yeah. is people find my creepiness rather endearing. On you, I think it's just creepy. Yeah, damn it. Yeah. That sucks. No, cuz you no. say some creepy shit and like I don't really feel creeped but out see, by but you. But it's with that wink and a smile and they're all yeah. like, yeah. "I think it's maybe when you got your voice you're like mm. <laughs> well, like Greg seems like he okay. means it too much. <laughs> no, I did. I didn't say it like, oh, never mind, guys. <laughs> like I didn't say it like that. I'm like walking around with a boner or something. Like I mean, it wasn't that crazy. Uh, that's what that, that's what that, that's right there, listeners. You just heard the filter shut off. And, it's and, not like I'm walking around right with out. a boner. I'm not, but I'm not. Who said, what adult male says that in a conversation? I don't know. You were insinuating that's what Nobody I thought you were Nobody said anything about boners. You're the one that brought up boners. <laughs> it's not like I'm walking around with a giant erection. <laughs> Which I is think, the one thing you can say to make it sound like you're walking no, around I with a giant erection. No, I think Aaron gets away with it because, uh, well, A, he can do it. And also, you say creepy stuff a lot. Like, you slide it in. Oh, but yeah, it's I do. Not, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> see? And, and, see, but everybody laughs. Yeah, and you... You can get away with this. Well, this isn't. Yes. Oh man, it man. No, I can't. I think maybe it's because I suppress the creepy so much. Oh yes, Greg. Oh, yeah. So just not like creepy a serial all killer. The time. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I keep it right under the surface, just yeah. waiting to bubble just, up. Ew, stop saying bubbling up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm not. Wait. Doing so are you any saying favors. that Aaron is less creepy because he has says more creepy things, therefore diluting his creepy factor? Yeah. And like yeah. when you say it, that's it what I'm seems like. Like that's why yours is just uh, of epic proportions yeah. because it's just so few and far between. I think so. Even I think though that's not Aaron, but you have talked uh, about profusely how you don't walk around with a raging boner. Not profusely. Right. I was just saying <laughs> that mm-hmm. I didn't. I'm clarifying the situation so everybody's aware um, that uh, no, I didn't. Uh, I didn't do. That. Oh, this is just going terribly. Yeah, people are pointing out. Yeah, saying you're not walking around with a boner means you're totally <laughs> walking around with a boner. Yeah. Yeah. I am not. I deny that. And uh, what? Greg's creepiness is like you know. Greg's creepiness is like you know the penis under a bugle boy pants at his first dance, just waiting to attack. <laughs> oh God! Like you know, I see Sarah knows what she's, I'm talking boy about. Pants. I'm, perpetu- yes. I'm perpetually a 13 year old boy. That's, that's right. That's that, not far from the truth. That first slow dance where you're trying to really make a lot of room for the Holy Spirit because otherwise, yeah, <laughs> it's tent city. Uh-oh. Oh my God! Just, a, ho- just a whole lot of boys leaning in with their shoulders first. Why don't you get up and dance? Nope. 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 Can't stand up. Nope. Gonna sit here for a while. I'm tired. I'm Thanks for dancing with me. Yeah. 
gotta go sit down gotta sit down right now that's kind of <laughs> it was someone called the the uh, tent pitch and the chat uh, the devil's pitchfork yeah uh, I've never true. heard that I haven't heard it called the devil's pitchfork no before. that's pretty good though. No, that's pretty damn good alright anyway so Greg was not walking around with the devil's pitchfork <laughs> that was, no. there was no devil's pitchfork what do you involved? say except for like nobody's ever gonna check to see if he is so I guess the world may, may never know well, probably not. Not with not when your, I say things like that. Your creepiness is like any of the center of a Tootsie Roll pop. The world may never know. It's true. Oh, wow. The world may never... Oh, damn it. Mm-hmm. Anyway... Well, I felt a little uh, creepy this yeah, weekend, let's too. let's move on to Sarah's creepiness. All right. So, as we were talking about last week, I've been very excited because I was telling you, of course, it's one of my best friends. Uh, it was her bachelorette party this past weekend. Actually, uh, Aaron Duran's wife, the lovely yeah. Jen, was yep. there as well. <laughs> All right. So, we hung out this weekend at the, ba- uh, the bachelorette party, and it was a lot of fun. It was very fun. I felt uh, okay. really old dancing, but I'll come back to that later. Pillow the, fights, or um, yes, so many pillow fights. Okay, all right. Oh yeah, um, yeah. But the thing that uh, that I wanted to talk about I about feeling pictures. creepy of pillow fights, I can't say. Okay, <laughs> um, that I wanted to say was so we did in fact have the cub cleaners come yesterday. Cub, so okay, explain talk- this. Yeah, you did talk about it last week. Explain exactly what Cub Cleaners okay. is. So Cub Cleaners is a cleaning service. Like, it's not a strip. They're not strippers. They're anything. They are a cleaning service, and they're here in Portland. And basically their gimmick is they have uh, these young men that they call Cubs. Either, um, well, from what I gather, the, the Cubs that we had were, um, they were actually gay. Okay. Uh, I don't know if all of them are, so I can't speak for all of them. Okay. However, our cubs are that we had were gay. So it's, it's just saying men. our cubs were gay. Mm-hmm. That's that's a pretty damn creepy statement. Right? It's yeah. kind of a gay term anyway, cub. Yeah. So they probably yeah. are. No, they, so they were. I mean, they were awesome. So we got so you know we stayed up late dancing and blah blah blah, and we you know like had a lot of fun. So anyway, got up at about nine o'clock the next morning, and I had scheduled the, the cub cleaners, which you can see what I'm talking about. If you go to cubcleaners.com, and so I'd scheduled them to. Uh, to come in and I have never seen a group of women because there were about like nine or ten of us so nervous about the fact that you know that two like half naked men were coming over like we were all kind of you know hung over from the night before and everyone's like what the fuck is going to happen I'm sure you all looked fantastic we looked amazing um <laughs> And so as it, as it kept, the time kept ticking closer and closer, I, you know, I'm like, oh, I've been thinking that this is a golden idea for like a month. And as you know, it's an hour away, a half hour away, 15 minutes away. Like, and Heather didn't know this was happening? Heather didn't know. She knew that there was some, uh, that I had done some, brought some entertainment. She didn't know all of the uh, all okay. specifics. <laughs> all right. And so finally, it's like uh, 10.50 and they're coming in and I get a text message from one of the cubs on my cell phone. He's like, hi, Sarah, this is Cub Blank. And uh, I just want to let you know we're on, your, we're on our way. And so I told you know, so I'm like, fuck, this is actually happening. So we already, you know, the entire place we've covered in penises. Like there are penises everywhere. Everyone's like into their mimosas. We've been having mimosas for like an hour and a half. But everyone overwhelmingly is like really, really nervous. Because there are these, you know, two men. What were you going to be nervous about? I don't know, because it was just almost... Uh, because if you're seeing, like, half-naked men, I think it's more... It's odder to see them in the morning than it is at <laughs> night. <laughs> All right. Particularly at 11 a.m. on a Sunday, which okay. seemed like a great idea at With the time. hungover eyes. With hungover yeah. eyes. Yeah. Hungover eyes. <laughs> so eventually... Creepy Greg. <laughs> so eventually 11 o'clock came, and sure enough, there's a the door and everyone's just like we're all like little kids at this point like all the girls are like like we don't know what to do and they're all hiding so since i've they're hiding hiding? not hiding but i'm just kind of sitting like everyone's just kind of nervous these are these are grown women they're grown but i mean it was 
it was a lot of women. I think that they were. It's a very strange scenario to be in. Like a, a stranger who's mostly naked coming into you know a yeah. residence at eleven a.m. on a Sunday morning. Okay, it was a little. But just that's the context. So I'm gonna knock on the door, and so <laughs> I'm having to be the ringleader for this whole thing, you know, because it was my glorious idea. Uh-huh. Uh, so it's the door. Sure enough, there are two adorable gay men that are at the door. One of them's huge. He's just fucking ripped, and his name's Connor. His cub Connor. <laughs> and then uh, there's other one. And now, were they fully clothed when they show they up? Were or they were fully clothed. Both of them had their clothes on, and they had their cleaning equipment, and I was just like, I, I was a little flustered, I remember, because I was nervous. So I was kind of sweating. And I'm just like, hi, guys. Come on. Come on in, everybody. And I, I didn't know how to introduce them to everybody because everyone's just sitting there like kind of shy like waiting for these men to come in so uh, one of them's really big really big like weightlifting muscle yeah i saw their pictures he was big he was huge and uh like mountain big from game of thrones yeah yeah like that not as tall but he had like this huge yeah like the top part of him looked that way i mean he clearly can bench press a lot okay and there's other one he was a smaller guy and uh he goes he went by cub pup <laughs> so he was the wow, and he had rainbow colored hair. He had uh, a rainbow mohawk going on. It was he was very small, and the other guy was very big. And I'm like, all right, come in. Okay, yeah, it's being asked in the chat. Did you overshare when you opened this because you were nervous? Because this is a tendency of yours. Mm. Yeah. Overshare. Hi, welcome to the show. Okay, so it's a bachelorette party. We're all a little bit nervous. We've been, oh, there's penises not, everywhere. I've been talking to somebody. Yeah. Oh yeah, there's penises everywhere. I'm so sorry. There you're probably used to that though because you're gay. Yeah. yeah but, uh, I mean, I don't know if you're yeah. gay though. I mean, I'm just. I saying. mean, I'm not to judge, but I mean, you're just so beautiful and rich. Yeah. I mean, so. guess you're so tall. <laughs> you want some vodka? Yeah. <laughs> did you go straight to offering a drink? I did, but I didn't offer vodka. I offered champagne. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. But they were working, and they're like, nope, we're here to, to hire... Okay, so I'm going to post a picture in the chat. There I am with the... So there they are. Uh, Connor's on the left. <laughs> Cub Connor on the left and Cub Pup on the right. Uh, so they so they come in, and all the... You know, like, we've all just been sitting there just kind of listening to music and, uh, you know, drinking, like, shooting the shit and laughing and talking about the night before. And so they come in, and they both, you know, have their clothes on, they're cleaning things, and I'm just like, fuck, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. And they're just like, okay. I'm like, well, you can just, I guess, start in the kitchen because we left everything out, so it was just kind of trashed in there because they were coming to clean. So, um, yeah, they went into the hallway. They had clothes on. And then mm-hmm. I'm just like, okay, you can start in the kitchen. They're like, okay, great. Then they went to the hallway. Then when they came back out, they were resplendent in their thongs, which was awesome. Did uh, they have like stripper pants or did they actually have to like... No, like, they were just... No, they like, just came out. They, like, they took off all of their clothes, put them in a pile and came out and they were wearing just their little thongs and they started cleaning. <laughs> and clean they did. Motherfucker, that is the... Cl- they did the best job cleaning. Well, uh, yeah. They were incredible. Like Heather's... like So they cleaned like the kitchen, maybe scrub the floors a little bit. Oh, oh. God. Did hands the, and knees. Hands and knees. To the windows. You know, I clean my kitchen that way. I don't think people find it as attractive. Mm. <laughs> it was it was very nice. <laughs> so everyone finally eventually started to loosen up. Like as soon as really, like, because I don't think that they were kind of hesitant coming into a bachelorette party at eleven a.m. And you know, and you know, and they had all they had both also. Been but what else there. do you clean? I know, right? I don't know. Well, I guess they've been working the night before, and then they're both uh, they have some like side businesses. Like they were up go go dancing all night. Sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so they had like you up- say they have side businesses. They were go go dancing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, they were up all night. They were game day players, dude. They hadn't slept. Like he's just like, yeah, we haven't. I haven't. You know, been working straight since like seven a.m. yesterday morning. I'm like, oh man, yesterday he's like, nope, it's it's cool. I'll be fine. And he's just like, they're just there busting their asses cleaning this place. They were incredible. So after everyone. 
it took about a half hour for all the, like everyone to kind of get their bearings and everyone. So like, what did you right. guys do while they're cleaning? Like I'm curious about this. Did you all like bunch into a corner and like not look at them? No, we looked at them. I had to be lecherous. Then. No, we looked at them. So I totally was the lecherous. I think you have to. Yeah, because nobody was doing. Everyone was kind of quiet. I'm like, fuck it. I'm like, I have to go balls to the wall. I'm like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to be the creepy one because everyone's kind of nervous. I'm gonna be like, so. I was like my worst nightmare. Oh, were you like hooting and hollering at them? I wasn't hooting and hollering, but I was, you know, Scrub harder, shake the ass. Yeah. Well, because they Did you walk over and like knock a sponge onto the ground? Pick it up. Oops. No, I didn't say pick it up, but I'm like, oh, I dropped this. You did? Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's so damn creepy, oh, dude. Oh, so creepy. Everyone kept saying, like, like, sir, you are so creepy right now. Because every, cause they want what they do this for. I mean, they're good they players, want, but they, they want attention. I mean, clearly, this is they like... They want to be sexually harassed? Is that what you're saying? No, they've well, said that the worst, the like, one of the worst houses they've ever done is, like, when they get hired and nobody pays any attention to them. It's just like, they hired us, and then, like, they're like, okay, well, I guess I shouldn't have, you know, gotten all ready for... Yeah, this. I mean, it is, it is like, I mean, yeah, they got to clean well, but I guess it's half performance. I if mean, you want someone to just clean, you just, you hire cleaners. I suppose, but, I mean, I just want to switch this situation around a little bit. Like, if it was for a bachelor party, and I hired, like, topless cleaners, and I were, like, was knocking stuff on the ground, oh, you might want to pick that That's up. That's exactly what you should, I wouldn't see anything wrong with that. You hired a topless <sighs> cleaner, you didn't hire a cleaner. I just right. don't think that would work out as well for a guy doing that. For, for, the, for a reverse situation. Well, it was, I don't know. No, was, I, is, are you telling me that's not creepy? Are you guys giving me the clearance that I'm that would not be I'm not saying that what I was doing wasn't creepy because all of my fr- they were mortified <laughs> when I yeah. kept saying this. When I'm just like... When, it was creepiness, but it's allowed creepiness because it's in that moment with the service you've hired. Yeah. You didn't walk up and smack their ass, right? No, we didn't touch them. Like, we well, were just see, that's totally fine, respectful. <laughs> like, they were... They totally were, respectful. <laughs> dropping stuff on the floor so they bend over and pick it up. I did actually come up to him. He's like, well, uh, what else do you guys need cleaned? Because we had him for a couple hours. And uh, I'm, and he's just like, well, I do windows. And I just kind of touched the window behind him. I'm like, oh, this window's filthy. <laughs> you should probably do it. It's got, like, all my handprints all yeah, over the it. The way so you said it was clean. creepy. I know. Oh. It was so oh. creepy. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. And then we'd like it. So I, I started this, and then thankfully, God bless her, Lisa Wood chimed in with me. Because oh, yeah. Lisa can be super creepy. No. I know. It's a shocker. And so then there's Lisa Wood, and I like sexually harassing these beautiful men. And uh, yeah, it was it was great. Like, after everyone just loosened up, and we had a bunch of champagne, and then um, ended up just shooting the shit with these guys. They were telling us about some of the weird clients that they've had. Yeah. Like, there was this one guy. Uh, I won't say which one of them it was, but uh, he was telling us about how sometimes they'll get you know, really creep like this creepy old man hired him once, <laughs> but he had a studio apartment, which he said was about like 300 square feet and he mm-hmm. hired him for four hours. Wow. And so he was just like, it, I'm like, how did you do this? Like just had to clean everything very, very slowly <laughs> to like wow. make it a lot. Cause they pay, you know, for the four hour time. Yeah. Yeah. And so they're uh, well, just some guy. I just picture some guy sitting on a sofa, like watching him. Yep. That's what he said. He's like, yeah. just sat there and watched. So did you ever, did you time. ask him if people had ever asked for more services? <gasps> yeah. He said that people have, and they don't offer the more services. Right. Yeah. Yes, but, um, yeah, it was a and one. I don't know if I just say that. I actually wrote to him to see if I could say it, and he didn't write back. But I'm looking at him on his profile, <laughs> and this is his. Uh, he's everywhere on the internet with this. I think if you look him up anywhere, you you would know this. Okay. So I'm I'm, an, I'm I feel comfortable saying this because if you look him up, his face is everywhere associated with this thing. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh oh. What? Also, one one of them may or might not be a world famous fetish bondage gay porn star. Good for him. <laughs> a world famous fetish bondage, bondage. must not pay very well gay since he has star. to. Yeah, I know. No, he gets well. He has a lot of different. No, he's a. Uh, 
we hard did, work and freelancer. We yeah, I mean he does. Uh, he has a couple different names that he uses. Like the one in particular is what he uses for his gay porn, and then he has this other one that he uses for like other services, like for other things that he does. But I mean, I looked him up. Like as soon as he left, damn straight you hear that a porn star's cleaning your your place. You damn uh-huh. straight look that up. Right. Oh yeah, no, we looked it up, and he's very pop. He's very handsome. So I mean, he was very, very popular. Of what was going on, so it was just amazing to see. When a porn star to clean my house, it was so great. Heather is like, "This is the best thing ever." I there is a, a beautiful gay porn star cleaning my apartment right now. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, "What will you tell your your husband to be what you did today?" Nah, I'd be fine with it. Yeah. Anyway, uh, regardless of my personal story, it was awesome. Everybody, like all the girls, loved it. Uh, Heather yeah. loved it. It was so much fun. It was just a. It, it was just. It was great. It was great. It wasn't like creepy like a stripper or anything. It was just a really safe environment. And she, he, they cleaned the shit out of her apartment. Like she had this big shoe closet that had never been um, cleaned. And they actually took apart the entire shoe closet. And um, one of them, Cub Pup, organized. <laughs> He's smaller. He fits in the closet. Better. He's super tiny right. and adorable. And he organized all the shoes based on athletic wear, like boots, heels. Like he put everything into and. Because most of them, the majority of them are Heather's fiance's shoes, and he's just like, I don't know any man that has this many shoes. Like, I'm going to buy you a shoe rack for your wedding so you can organize them better. But he cleaned everything. Yeah, her fiance is very athletic, though. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. he's athletic, and he has a very professional job, so he needs a bunch of different shoes. Mm-hmm. It's true. Everybody I'm not justifying the fact that I now own a whole bunch of shoes. <laughs> yeah, also. I know you do. <laughs> <laughs> but regardless, it was it was awesome, and Heather was just like, "This is the cleanest I think that my house has ever been." And then they left, and we were all friends at the end, and it was it was just fantastic. All right, because yeah, I was really nervous at the beginning. I'm like, "What the yeah. fuck was I thinking?" Yeah. So how many hours was it? It was it was two hours. Two hours. So they were there from eleven to one. Wow. Yeah, it was pretty great. All it right. Was pretty pretty great. All right, and I now was she's, so creepy. Now she's probably terrified of trashing her apartment because it'll never be that clean again. I know, right? It's one of those things like, don't touch anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was it was very fun. Like I'm, yeah, and Heather's mom was there too. Wow, that was, yeah, that was fun because she forgot. Uh, she didn't quite know. She knew there were cleaners coming. <laughs> she, you should have seen her face when they walked out in the thongs. <laughs> Just all they're like getting to work and they're cleaning everything. It was great. Man, I don't think I would ever be able to do something like that. That that takes having your mom there or doing the cleaning. No, doing the cleaning in a thong. I know I said that on the I air. Could do I don't in, think I could. I, I don't could know do it in boxers, it. not a thong. Yeah, maybe in boxers. Well, one of them had so what? Uh, Cub pup was wearing a thong, so he had a thong with like a little tuxedo thing on the front. <laughs> right, of course. And then uh, Cub Connor had uh, he also had tuxedo thong, but it wasn't so much a thong. It was like a thong, but it had like mesh covering his butt too, and then it had tails. And then on the front looked like a front of a tuxedo shirt. It was awesome. And at one point, so we had to take the garbage down. And I'm like, oh, you don't have to. Because in order to take the garbage out of Heather's apartment, you have to walk down three flights of stairs. I mean, this is a a nice apartment complex. Yeah, it is. Quite swanky. It is very swanky. And and so you have to walk downstairs, walk all the way, like basically into the middle of the apartment thing uh, to put down the recycling in the garbage. And I'm like, oh, no, you can just leave it. You can just leave it next to the door. And and I'll take Mm -hmm. it down. He's like, oh, I'm not shy. Let's go. I'm like. Done. So we walk down to the thing, and he's just. You like, should have asked to get on his shoulders, oh gosh. like Master Blaster style, <laughs> and just ridden your gay boy to the trash. 
<laughs> he was just walking. He just has his big bags of garbage, and he's wearing like this uh, song this in his tuxedo thought. It was amazing, and they're both wearing bow ties. Uh, Keelan has coined it as a coxedo. Oh, it was oh. a coxedo, <laughs> and he's just like separating out all the recyclables. He's like, all right, this bin doesn't take glass. I'm going to put that there. So separating out everything, <laughs> and uh, I a couple people walk by and finally cause a couple people walk by and didn't look in, and I'm like, they're not. You don't see how partic- you don't see how ridiculous this is right oh, now. Oh, so the windows were open. No, when we were putting out the garbage. Oh, okay. We gotcha. were in the middle of right. Heather's apartment complex with a okay, man right. in the see-through mesh panties. So there was no Greg Nibbler's <laughs> peeping around. No, uh, that's not a yeah. That was that would be a peep where I'd look. Oh no, I, I, I would not be peeping. <laughs> no, and then finally there were a couple confused people that walked by, and then when we, were, we had him outside cleaning the outside windows, a lot of people in the complex were walking by, and they just stop and look because he's just sitting there near this big, <laughs> this big giant like muscly man with his man ass right there, like wiping it's down the windows. <laughs> I'm just saying, it was, uh, it, ladies. If you're looking for something fun to do with your friends, that's not creepy, and that you want, you want to get your shit. No, entirely creepy. By way it's it totally sounds, creepy, but, but it's so fun. You get to. I never get to be creepy. It was fun to get to be creepy. I was rewarded for being creepy. Yeah, and yet you start off ripping on me for these things. See? No, I'm not going to say anything because either way, it's just going to dig a hole for me. Yeah. Yeah. No, I didn't come up to him and be like, "Oh, I'm not going to talk to you. I'm going to talk to the hot blonde one." <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so Heather's mom was there with the with the cup cleaners. Mm-hmm. That's kind of funny. She was so cute. She's like, "Can we take pictures with them?" I want. I'm like, "I don't know. I don't know if we're supposed to take pictures." And then as you're like, as it went on, he's just like, "You know, you can you guys can take pictures of whatever you want." And we're like, "All right, cool." So, got a picture of Heather's I would mom. never let my mom be at something. I wouldn't want to be around that. Oh, oh. hell no. Well, it wasn't no, because a- my mom is just vulgar. You guys think I'm creepy? <laughs> Where do you think I get it from? Right, my mom it's is a ho- I love her. It's my hereditary. Yeah, she's horrible. <laughs> she's vile. Well, I think the thing was is that it wasn't a like it wasn't a sexual thing. It wasn't like nobody was aroused watching this. It was just really fun to see. I, I don't know to watch you something beautiful, make aroused. something make something more beautiful around you. I thought it was great. <laughs> it was good. They were very. They were just the sweetest guys. Two thumbs up. All right. Two boners up. Right. Two boners way up. Okay. <laughs> and you can go to Cub Cleaners and pick out your own pup or cub, excuse me. So I Apparently you cubs. can't pick out cub pup, though. Mm-hmm. You can pick out cub pup. Yeah. It's yeah. true. All right. That's my show. Now I feel creepy. I know. I'm just going to let get you him as a sponsor digging. and come in to clean the studio like once a month. Right? No. <laughs> well, I've already asked them to be on the show and they were gung ho with it. All right. Yeah, they can te- they can teach Greg how to cub clean. <gasps> yes. That's what you do for the show when you have him on. <gasps> oh, and I will say as the the final, You're like note, Greg's nervous, so you help him. Yes. No. Give him yes, some cleaning awesome. moves. No. Awesome. We can buy you a coxedo. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going that far. That's creepy. Um, let me say, let me say, for the record, because when, when they were there, we're like, all right, well, we should put something on TV, and without missing a beat, Cub Connor was just like Magic Mike. <laughs> Done. So watched Magic Mike drank champagne while watching beautiful men clean Heather's apartment. It Magic was a Mike's day. a good movie. Magic Mike's a fantastic. I will movie. actually. Really that is a good movie. I will say you that. you just like I've it because it. you see Olivia Munn's boobs oh, in the first. Absolutely, that is certainly yeah. doesn't take anything away from it. Mm-hmm. No, that is a fantastic start to that movie. <laughs> that's a, it, it's, it's that's a good true. Movie. Yeah, that is I true. mean, yes. I mean, what are you going to deny? No, no, that's a good start. Yeah. No. yeah. All right. All let's, right. Let's move away from this. Okay. Okay. What do we want to do? World of crazy. I think we, I think that's the only place we can go with this. <laughs> I think <Yeah>. we just did. <laughs> oh, I did sound creepy, didn't I? As it's being noted by uh, John and Boring, anybody that's that has to say nobody was aroused means they were aroused. Well, I mean, I guess. Well, I wasn't aroused. Maybe other people were, and I didn't know about their mm-hmm. arousal. 
But I just thought it was more of a fun thing than anything else. Yeah. It was just it was just a, a really neat thing. Like I know because a lot of people do. You know, you have bachelorette parties and those come and go, but I really think that, you know, everyone that was there who saw this, they're like, I will always remember this bachelorette party. <laughs> because you don't forget the one where half-naked men come and clean up all your shit the next day. Well, well done. Thank you. <laughs> I was very excited. I'm just so happy that Heather liked it because I, I just didn't... The only thing I've ever been to, like a bachelor a bachelor party where there was something in-house entertainment, I was at one where there were strippers once. But it wasn't... It wasn't as exciting as I thought it would be. Like, it was kind of a... It kind of felt a little bit more creepy because mm-hmm. they also had their bouncer there. Oh, this was in Corvallis. Yeah, oh. and a big giant dude who just stood there in the corner and like glared at everybody the entire time, and it was glaring like so much that the girls were like, "Well, we want to dance for you," and I'm like, "No, that guy's gonna kick my ass. I don't want to say anything," and then like it, like make me even look away. Like I was like, oh, "That guy, oh. that guy's so mad." Uh, yeah, it was, and plus the strippers were really not. See, and not I think attractive. that's what was good about this because it takes away the the pressure of having a stripper. Like you still get yeah. to see the naked body, but or but you don't have to mm-hmm. worry about like them trying to like grind up on somebody. Like I mean, they really it was very sexy to watch men yeah. clean shit in the yeah. tongue. It was because it's so much less. It's more stressful. It's like. See, like to going dance. to a strip club—that's one thing. That's yeah. you know, everybody knows what you're there for. I mean, it's obvious. But this, that the, the strippers in house—that was, yeah, that was kind of weird. It was a weird experience, mm. especially because they. And I get why they got to bring their bouncer or yeah. bodyguard or whatever. But and I understand too. I mean, it's it's not like it was a crowd where we're like crazy <laughs> creep dudes who are you know going to do anything bad. But yeah. I understand why they have to have somebody there. But at the same time, it totally that took a away from. Though. Yeah, like it's like, like okay, you're you're very large and angry looking, mm-hmm. and you're <laughs> scaring me, and this isn't this kind of takes away from fun of it. Yeah, that does not sound like fun. Yeah. at all. Mm-hmm. All right, well, I've got me some stories, guys. Mm. Hello, my friends. My name is Eric Zeller. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. Um, let's see where do I want to go first. All right, we'll go to Southfield, Michigan. Southfield, Michigan, we travel to, but for a story about a woman named Sadie Bell. Uh, Sadie Bell's 58 years young, and she is out on bond after admitting that she shot a man that she had a long-term affair with after she was dissatisfied with the sexual loving that he gave her at her Southfield apartment. Wow. Yeah. Sexual 7-Eleven? What? Sexual sexual loving. Oh, they said 7-Eleven. Yeah, I'm not sure either. I, like, I don't know. Yeah. Right, for, for sexy time. Okay. He, she was not impressed. And so she shot him. Uh, so she wasn't happy with the outcome of their tryst and accused the man of then cheating on her. She punched him to which he slapped her and then oh, she took it from one to a ten and shot him. Uh, he was, he's was he been hospitalized for a while. He's, he's going to be okay. But uh, she was convicted of assault with intent to do great bodily harm. She was also convicted of a felony gun charge sentenced to four years in prison. Uh, however, right now she's out from prison and uh, apparently this is something she's done before. If someone has a track record of shooting people <laughs> yeah. also says prosecutors say that oh, Bell, uh, Sadie Bell also uh, shot her husband years ago but got away with it and never had to go to court for it. The same guy? No, a, a different, different... A different guy. Okay. Her husband. So she, this is a guy she's having an affair with. Gotcha. So she had a long-term affair with him. Okay. Oh, wow. If you look up a picture of uh, Sadie Bell... Yeah, I saw her picture. Good lord. Does Keelan know? Keelan said Southfield in all caps. I wonder if that's near where he lived. Uh, in Michigan, yeah. Wow, she looks crazy. That is a woman. Why would you ever get involved with a woman like that who has previously shot? Oh, someone? that's some crazy. Eyes do right yourself, there. do yourself a favor. It's safe for work. Google Sadie Bell, and you will see exactly who we're Sadie talking Bell about. Sadie Bell is terrifying. What? What would ever be? No, no. No, well, Sadie Bell is released from prison, so she was granted a ten thousand dollar appeal bell, uh, bond. So she is actually out. 
getting ready to shoot her next sexual victim. Mm. Dun, dun, dun. Well, unless they can perform, apparently. I know, right? You help Sadie ring her bell. <sighs> All right. The story is like, <laughs> it's not silly, fun, funny, but it's like some Final Destination shit. I just wanted to say this because it's really odd. Do you know what I'm going to talk about, Aaron? Uh, maybe. Okay. Uh, so this is this weird thing. I just thought it was interesting. This is World of Crazy. Oh, this is that not, guy. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So, uh, yeah, so this is just really odd. So this is a story about a man. So a Dutch cyclist has confirmed this past weekend that he narrowly escaped death not once but twice after changing his flight plans last minute both first for the doom malaysia airlines flight uh three what was it four the one they haven't found yet yeah the one that they haven't found 317 370 right? yeah. or 370 and also for the plane this past week for the mh17 he had seats on both of those flights and scheduled th- and decided to um, change his flight at the last minute for both of those flights. Wow. Yeah. He, uh, so he changed his life, both of them last minute. So uh, his name is, his last name is DeJong. He's a professional cyclist. Uh, wrote in a statement that he narrowly escaped death uh, on both on both of the flights. But he, of course, should not be the focus on either of the tragedy. He says what's happened is terrible to so many victims. It's a horrible thing. I have my story and I would like to leave it. My story is ultimately nothing compared to what other people are going through. So that's totally some final destination shit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that is... How would he ever... But he does say that it's not affecting his uh, willingness to travel, and he said that he's still planning on flying to Malaysia. He's just going later this well, week. Well, I mean, it can't. I mean, obviously, the, I mean, it's a terrible thing that's happened to both... Both of them happen to be Malaysian Airlines flights. Right. But also, the odds are so slim that... I mean, it's either you could stay in your house and his odds hide aren't from very the world, slim, or... Though. Well, I mean, obviously, his flights, odds are pretty good, though. He's yeah, he's got great odds. Yeah. Dang. Well, there's a lot of talk now that Malaysia Airlines probably will not be able to weather this. That's pre- that's going to be pretty tough. Yeah. No, I don't. But I mean, people are still going to need to fly to Malaysia. I mean, I know there's yeah, other options. Yeah, but... that's the thing. They think they're going to get bought out by and just absorbed. <sighs> yeah, people are asking if the source uh, the source on this. I found it uh, on ABC News. Yeah. So I mean, this uh, it, no, it's it's, it, it's it confirmed. Yeah, and I just and googled it. It's, on it's a happened UK before. Site too. I don't remember where you can find it. There's a guy that's actually cheated death like eight times. Oh wow! He was this Russian guy. He's just had the worst luck ever, or the best. Depending well, yeah, on how he you survived look at a plane it, yeah. crash. He has survived multiple bus crashes. Like like sole survivors of these multiple events. Oh wow! Oh, that's creepy. Yeah, yeah. So don't ride with that guy. Tip and probably don't fly on Malaysia Airlines. Well, so. take well. I mean, yeah. Well, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, <clears throat> take whatever flight this uh, Dijon guy is taking. And if you. If you see this Dutch guy like around Tony Todd, yeah. If you see him like carrying a fancy bicycle because he's a you know fancy yeah, bicyclist, stay away. Yeah. <gasps> all right. So we've all heard about the um, the TV show Sex Sent Me to the ER. Have you guys heard of? No, I've what? heard of it. Have you no, guys ever heard that? No. Where people get themselves into precarious sexual situations and then um, they basically end up going to the hospital because of something they've attempted or something that gets stuck somewhere. Usually, or something, yeah, anything. things that get stuck, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, so usually it's things that get stuck. <laughs> or an object too large to be placed in. There you go. Or like couples places. trying to have sex in like uh, random places and then like some, like they get into a car accident. Or, you know, like some kind of weird shit. So uh, this is a show that um, is on The Learning Channel. Of course it is. On TLC. Sex sent me to the ER. Uh, and this is all about... I always thought that this was an urban legend, but apparently this is true. So this is what happened uh, to a man whose uh, story is going to be featured this next weekend. He actually was fixing a lamp next to his bed. 
right before he went to bed, which of course was set right next to his sexual lube that he wanted to use with his wife. So it was a um, super glue tube. Lube. A what? A super glue. Super glue tube. Super glue? Oh, so he left the super glue super next glue. to oh, his lube. Got you. Okay, okay, so the super glue was next to the lube. Let's say, because that is a horrible lube. Yeah. Yeah, that's no. what I thought you were saying. And <laughs> decided to squish a bount- put a bountiful amount on his palm before trying to get himself started for sexy time with his wife. <gasps> oh, no. He coated his entire hand with it, started to go to town. To town. And voila, his hand became stuck to his penis and part of his testicles. There was a large amount of skin that was affixed together. It wasn't mm. just a small amount of glue. It wasn't just one finger. It was, in fact, his entire palm and all of his fingers. How would you... Super glue usually comes in tiny containers. How would you put that much on your hand and not realize that, oh, this doesn't feel normal? I mean, you can get I'm bigger. I'm just going to put it on my you can get You can get bigger, especially if it was, like, uh, construction-grade super glue. They okay. sell them in the bigger... And if he... Hey, there's the so many, though. Super their light socket, but... Right. And then on top of that, though, even just putting it in your palm, wouldn't you notice right away, oh, this doesn't feel like lube. Oh, well... Maybe he was in the moment and he wasn't thinking about it. I don't know. Yeah, maybe he just... I guess. Uh, So anyway, they ended up having to go to to the hospital. Mm. And uh, they were able to get it removed. But you can watch the whole story about that. Okay. The learning channels. It's not a religion because I have a friend that that happened to in high school. Super glued himself to his hand to his dick. He it wasn't for like it wasn't because he was being like freaky or anything. He was literally working on a model. He was building a model. He uh-huh. had a bunch of super glue on himself. Happened to be naked and no, no. He went to go to the bathroom and wasn't <laughs> thinking, and the glue on his hand hadn't dried yet. Unzipped his pants. He's right-handed, so he unzips, I guess, with his left hand and grabs to go to the bathroom. It wasn't a lot apparently because uh-huh. he was able to kind of. Unadhere himself. Oh, See, that's wow. the thing. I still don't. He think... He just wasn't very smart. I mean, that's. But it wasn't like. Yeah. A, you know. I I still would do everything possible to not go to the doctor for that, though. I mean, surely there's some kind of thing you could find online of how to get super glue off. No, hot fuck water that. And no, soap no. Or... Look, let your ego be damned. You coat your hand and your penis and super glue together. Yeah. You get your ass to a hospital. Mm-hmm. How'd they get it off? Well, it says that there are different ways to do it. So the uh, the first way, I guess, is incredibly painful, which is the way that this guy had to do because what, his wife. Rip it off? No, his wife was uh, sitting in the ER and wanted the quickest option possible and didn't seem concerned about <laughs> how it might make him feel. So this route. Yeah. Is uh, yeah. dumping a bunch of nail polish remover or acetone onto yeah. it to try and separate it, and of course, if you dump that onto a wound, it's incredibly painful. Uh, other options include uh, include applying hot, almost scalding water to the glue, or simply waiting for the outer layer of skin to fall off, uh, which might take up to three days. So they end up end up going for the acetone route. So there you guys go. If you end up super, uh, accidentally super gluing your hand to your penis, acetone nail polish remover. Or just pay attention and don't fill your hand. There's super also glue. that. I mean, also if you have to do some work in your room that requires industrial glue, maybe put it the fuck away when I you're st- done. I still would never admit it. I would find some way without going to the doctor. I would not want anyone to know. Greg, how come you've had your hand on your penis for three days? Nothing. <laughs> don't worry about it. Fine. Yeah. What route would you art. go? You'd have to tell somebody. I'd sit there in the shower forever and slowly peel it off. It's like you've done this before. <laughs> <laughs> that was really specific. Get in a hot tub. I don't know. It was oddly specific. Cut. Ranky wrote the worst thing in the chat ever. Uh, she said, I know someone who put super glue in his eyes accidentally instead of his eye drops. Oh. Oh, okay. So, same friend. Clearly not a smart guy. He's also now, he, he did also 10 years in one of the California prisons. So, a smart guy. Oh, okay. Yeah, genius. Yeah, same friend. Uh, squirted himself in the eye with super glue. Like a daily. Oh, my Working God. on the same model. Like the tip had plugged up. 
And normally when the tip plugs up, you take like a like a pin and yeah. you yeah, yeah, and you, you, you prick it, it, but you aim it down when you're getting the pressure off. No, he's just poking. and He's looking. It's like it won't come out. Oh, fired right into his eye. By the way, eye is very resilient. Ugh. Oh God, Ranky's friend wasn't. Uh, she said that he had to have surgery. Uh, they think that he blinked right as it hit, so it sealed his eye shut, but didn't actually get into his eyeball. And eventually, yeah, they pried it open with acetone. Scream! It ripped off like the top layer of his eye, his eyelid. Oh my God! The, okay, okay. Took okay, all the okay, lashes okay, with him. Okay. This is the same guy that shot me in the hand. That's why I have a BB in my hand. Same guy. Oh, that dick! That great friend. Yeah, he's good. Yeah. yeah I thought good that people. person wasn't your friend. Who shot you in the hand with the BB? Uh, not after. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> not not after the I BB. I remember that terrifying story because it's in your hand because yeah, you had you to block him it. from popping your eye out, right? Right. Yeah, you can touch it if you want to touch it. I know, I want to touch it again. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> ah! That feels so weird. I used to pick up chicks with that. With the BB you under your hand? BB? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Did it work? When you're like in junior high. Yeah. When you're like girls. Huh. When you just wanted a girl to touch you. You're like, you want to touch the BB? Yeah. Like, eh! they, they react the same way as Sarah, but when you're 12, any reaction. That counts. Yeah. That yeah. Counts. I have my weird broken finger. Sometimes I'd also work. do like, can I touch your boob? Okay. Yeah. So I get a boob. <laughs> you can touch, touch my BB if I can touch your booby. Yeah. yeah. They're both B's are fair. Yeah. <laughs> and a B for a B. Mm. Greg knows how that works. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Greg, nobody wants to touch your deformed finger. Yeah. No, there's nothing. I was say, at can all... I make that work? No. I broke my finger once. No. Nope. Refused. No. Now there's three bones where there was two. I deflected a projectile with my hand. Mm. You just. I caught stupid. a pass. I still caught the pass. Yeah. <laughs> Was, you it, don't even was it a big game that. or was it like a I background game? Pass. What's that? Was it for like a real sport? It was a JV game. No, it was practice. Oh, that doesn't count. <laughs> if you'd broken your finger catching the It was an awesome diving catch, game, though. That you didn't do it. But yeah. No. No, it wasn't no, for that. No. It wasn't in the game. No. Yeah, so... I still played in the game, though, with it. Let it be noted, nobody wants to touch Greg's deformed finger. No. But they all want to touch my hand bump. Maybe? You, you can see the scar where it went into. Ew. Maybe that's what I'll do next time I'm at a comedy show instead. Guys, want to touch my weird finger? Touch my, touch my <laughs> finger. Touch it. No, look at it, dude. It's like weird. It's got a bump on it. Touch it. See, you have to I touch think it. Yours is unsuccessful for many reasons. One of which is that you have to overexplain it because you're like, oh no, when I broke my finger one time, I had to it fused from three two bones into three bones. Look at this. And yeah. Aaron just has to say, I have a BB in my hand. Mm. Yeah, and that's a lot more interesting. The story is more interesting. It's more succinct. You got to be careful when he's telling what when I say to run a lot of drunk drunk people though, because mm. inevitably someone touches it and realizes it's relatively close to the surface, and they whip out their pocket knife and say, "Let's get it." Oh, God. And I'm like, no, 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 no. <laughs> I can see that ob- being tempting. Yeah, yeah. Have you ever wanted to? I've, I'm curious how far down it is because it's right there. It doesn't hurt anything, and it's copper, so it's never gonna like harm me. Let's do it. Nope. Let's cut it out. Yeah. I used to have dreams. Next listener party. Like a year or so after <laughs> it happened, I used to have dreams where I would actually, I would cut it out, but in my dream, my entire body was BB, and and I would just, I, my body just drained of BB. Oh, like my body, uh, But I was terrible. conscious of the whole thing in my dream, so when I was done, I was just a sack of skin and a pile of copper BBs. <laughs> it was a weird dream. That sounds like a kind of dream I'd have. That's a messed up dream. Yeah, it was kind of weird. I haven't had it in a long time. I'll probably have it tonight now that I brought it back up. Oh, Aaron Duran full of copper BBs. That's right. <laughs> All right, that's your world of crazy. <laughs> wow. Mm-hmm. That's just kind of disturbing. I don't think about it. What, I've Aaron's always, I've always bummed that yeah. my hand would not set off um, alarms. Yeah. So I could just explain. I would think that it would. Oh, it doesn't. No, it's not that strong. Don't tell copper. a meth head that you have copper in your hand. They cut it right out of you. Oh, that's true. Mm-hmm. My neighbors would take care of that. Right. They take care of that right away. How much for his hand? Yeah, <laughs> give me his. It is hand. cool though because I still have the X-ray of it, and it's the, there's this giant black hole in the middle of my palm. 
like where hmm. the bones are, because the, the X-ray bounces right off it. So there's my hand, my skeleton, you know, of my hand, and then just right here, just one black spot. Oh wow! Yeah. Spe- speaking of my method neighbors, though, really quick, they're up to something. I forgot about this. What it's do you been mean happening they're up over to the something? weekend? They're tunneling. They're, I don't know. They're up to something, and I don't know what it is. Oh. So I was driving home yesterday, like afternoon. And because uh, I went to I went to a wedding reception yesterday, and so I was I was driving back from that, and they had okay. There's two things. There's the older brother meth head who's over there. These are my neighbors that I share a fence with. They suck. And the older brother was out there, and he was bossing around this guy with um, with a broom. It looked like a new version of the cleaner. However, what they had laid out on the sidewalk in front of their house was they had this giant tarp, and then they had a huge rug. Laid out on the tar- on top of the tarp. Wait, out in front of the house, they had a tarp laid out with a rug on it. Cro- like uh, sealing off the sidewalk. Basically, if anybody wanted to walk down the sidewalk, so they weird. wouldn't be able to because they had covered the sidewalk with a tarp and then a rug laid on top of the tarp. And I couldn't figure out for the life of me why that was going on. Were they laying things on top of the rug? No. And of course, it was set right next to my property line, but not crossing my property line. So there's nothing I could do about it. But no, it was just out there like that. And I kept, I actually walked back out several times Maybe to they check are tunneling. on it. And it was over a couple hour period at least, maybe even longer than that. It never moved. They always, they kept it out there. So I don't know what the deal is. If anybody has any theories on that, I would love to hear them. Just email meth theories to uh, funemploymentradio. So they just left the rug outside? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, with this maybe they were laying things out sidewalk. on it, and you just missed it. Like every time you go and check, maybe they had already cleaned up the I things. I don't know. I mean, but even what would what would they be laying on there that they would need to cover up the sidewalk for it? I don't know. Like, what are they up to? Well, it's the it's summer adventure time for them. I know this is their active season. Mm-hmm. This is when meth heads are most active. You really are that Tom Waits song. That what's he building in there? <laughs> what's he building? What's he in there? building in there? <laughs> <laughs> Enough formaldehyde to choke a horse. <laughs> what's he building in there? <laughs> that is me. Yeah. Wow. Except you're justified. You're next to meth neighbors. He was just right. creepy in the song. Yeah. No, I really want to know what they're There's doing a in there. Of both. Yeah. I want to get to the bottom. Maybe they thought it was a magic carpet. Mm. <laughs> they were trying to know. just get out of this place. Yeah. I don't know. Oh. What's he building in there? Oh my god. Did you want to do ball talk? <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take a picture of it next time. We'll see. It. We'll see if it's still out there this afternoon. All right. I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. balls. All right. Small balls today, but very potent, tough balls mm. that we're going to be talking about. Uh, first up, we have this. So Rory McElroy is a name you will unfortunately be having to learn. I mean, not for a bad thing, but you're going to have to learn this name. Rory McElroy? Rory. 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 R-O-R-Y McElroy. So he is a golfer. All He's right. from Northern Ireland. And he has just accomplished something that only Jack Nicklaus and Tiger Woods have ever accomplished, and that's winning three majors before the age of 26. So he just won the Open Championship, the British Open, I believe it was. Uh, I'm not much of a golf person, but I do know this. Rory McIlroy is 25 years old. His dad, when Rory was 15, placed a bet, uh, which apparently you can place bets like this in Europe, a bet uh, him and a couple of his buddies got together, and they placed a bet of uh, 400 pounds, which is about $170 each, on the fact that Rory would win the Open Championship by the age of 26. So they placed this bet 10 years ago, basically. And he just won it, 
the British Open, and now his dad and his buddies have just got a profit of $341,000 based <laughs> wow. off the bet that they placed. Basically, a 100-pound bet apiece that they <laughs> Who placed. Who did they place it with? It's some kind of a betting. There's that one Northern Ireland, that one uh, betting firm in Ireland. Uh, I honestly, I want to swear. Is it like, the same, like, is it like the same people that are like offering like a million dollars for proof of UFOs? Yeah, and, like you can take any, you can make any bet with them. Yeah, and they uh, build the odds, and I don't know for sure if it was this company, but there's Paddy Power, which is an Irish betting uh, place that will take bets on pretty oh, much anything. Paddy Power, British Paddy Power. I'm going to place a bet that Greg's not going to have a ghost investigation for the end of the year. He will. Of course, me placing the bet, it's the only way he then takes it because then he bets against me. That's mm-hmm. true. That is true. <laughs> uh, so anyway, I don't know if it was with Paddy Power, but nonetheless, they just uh, got a profit of two hundred thousand pounds based on a four hundred pound wow. bet. Uh, moving on to ball talk. It's uh, it's it's like I said, small balls, but we do have some good ones here. Um, this one, all right. I have to say this just because I saw the video, and I know people in Portland are going to get upset because I'm giving credit to the Seattle Sounders, but <laughs> they did do something pretty cool over the weekend. So Seattle Sounders uh, played a friendly match against Tottenham, Tottenham, of, Tottenham of the English Premier League. Uh, Tottenham was visiting Seattle. Seattle uh, did something special. There's a, a kid by the name of Xander Bailey who has uh, he has cystic fibrosis. And he went to the Make-A-Wish Foundation, and his wish was to play professional soccer. Well, the Seattle Sounders signed him to a one-day contract to play for them in that match. They actually started him in the game, Seattle Sounders against Tottenham. There's a video of this. <laughs> they let him uh, take the first ball, and he gets to he, he like ran all the way down the field, and all the Tottenham players just kind of backed away and let him do it. Aww. And he got to make a shot on goal. You know, That's the goal, cool. The goalkeeper stopped it. It was pretty damn cool. And then they immediately paused the game and subbed him out. But all the players give him high fives. Oh, the Sounders club, uh, their their fan club, like had giant signs like celebrating him, and like they were all pulling up his number forty five. It was pretty damn cool. That's cute. So, good job, Seattle Sounders. That's the only time I'll ever say that. <laughs> Moving on to ball talk. <laughs> um, we've got this. This is uh, this comes from the Southeastern Conference of Football, and it has to do with uh, football, football, football of. It has to do with the University of Arkansas, who have done something for the first time that no other college football team has ever done. They have trademarked a chant, and they actually have the registered trademark for this. So Arkansas's um, nickname is the Razorbacks, which is a kind of like wild boar that you, I guess you can find there in uh, in uh, that you can find down in Arkansas. Okay, and so. What I want to do is I just want to play an example of this. So apparently there is a Razorbacks legend by the name of Frank Broyles. He's this oh. old guy. I don't Frank know. Frank Broyles. Frank yeah. Broyles. And there is a video of him leading a crowd in the Razorbacks chant. So I'm just going to play it for you. You can hear it. This is trademarked, of course, to the University of Arkansas. So full license to them. This is... Yelling, woo pig suey. Sweet. That is their trademark. Stop it. Woo pig suey. Ugh. 
Varsity Blues. Sounds like something out of Varsity Blues. It sounds like something out of Deliverance. I know we've got listeners there, but goddamn, is the South stupid? Sorry. I'm just. They're not. They're not. You, yeah. You're My listening to the show, aren't. you're clearly not. Also, what are you still doing there? And except Atlanta, also. Previous statement was the express opinion of Aaron Durant. That's fine. <laughs> Send me the hate mail. I don't care. <laughs> Whatever. So just, that is uh, Arkansas chant. Woo <laughs> pig sui. So you know, you owe them Thanks, like five Greg. bucks now. Oh yeah. yeah. I don't know how you can pod this podcast. Oh, I probably this do because now you're gonna have to take it all out. Yep. Damn, Greg. Yeah. Go for it, Arkansas. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's Darren, you Arkansas. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I'm Darren, University of Arkansas. Uh, moving on in ball talk, <laughs> we'll leave this. This is the final thing, and I do have something that accompanies this, and it's uh, it, it is a little bit old, but it's something I hadn't discovered before, and I want to play a little part of it. So this is a story about. A man who was quite famous for a little while for his football abilities. Now, you probably haven't heard his name recently. Kind of Johnny Football overtook him in the fame category of this. Mm. Uh, he was what, a very successful college football player from Florida. And he had dreams of playing in the NFL, and he did for a brief period of time. <gasps> However, no NFL team will now hire him. And there's a rumor another league may be picking him up. Can you guess who this person is? He was very, very, very famous two years ago. I believe the most searched athlete on Google. Oh, Tim Tebow. Tim Tebow. Yeah. I'm always so proud of myself when I get a sport question right. (laughs) Tim Tebow, back in the news because he has been offered another contract by the Montreal Alouettes of the Canadian Football League. Yeah, CFA. Yeah. Yep. uh, CFL. CFL. Sorry. Yep. Yep. The CFL has offered him a contract. Uh, to possibly play there. No NFL team has wanted him to play for them for, I believe, two years now. Right. So if he does want to follow his dream of playing quarterback, there's a, there's a, there's actually a good chance he didn't, may be signed. Didn't he try arena football and no one in arena league wanted him either? Uh, no, that was, um, I believe, Terrell Owens. Oh, may have okay. played arena football league for a little bit. No, Tebow's constantly said he wants to be an NFL quarterback, and that's it. Like, he's even been offered contracts to play different positions. Like, somebody wanted him to play tight end, and he said no. He only wants to play quarterback. Well, nobody wants him to play quarterback. <laughs> so, except for the CFL is offering him a chance. So there, there is speculation that he may actually take this opportunity. But I do have this. Oh, no. It's, uh, since we did have, you know, of course, Tebow songs were a big thing for a while. This is a Tebow song. And I will give full credit. I was looking this up. Uh, it appears it was on the Dan Patrick Show. And it is a, it is a few months old. But this is called Two A Days Song for Tim Tebow. I wrote the song for my favorite football player, Tim Tebow. Sexy. <laughs> Tim Tebow, don't you know? You were never all alone. You had Florida, me, and Jesus on your side. Tim Tebow, don't you know? I believe in how you throw. I guess the world just isn't ready for your kind It started out in Florida You won a Heisman and two balls Oh my god Guess in college it doesn't matter if you can throw Is that a dig? You had some records in the SEC But I liked when it was you and me 
Soon the world will know you and your genuflect Tim Tebow, don't you know You were never Okay, Greg, that's enough You had Florida, me and Jesus on your side How do you know the words? Because I just heard him say it also sounds you like had the most Florida, me, and Jesus on your side. Sounds like a really awkward orgy. <laughs> there was a couple times there too. It sounded he was little. It sounded like a little bit of a dig. So I don't know. Yeah. Oh. Or also, and he's like, "You're always on my mind, Tim." Yes. I love you, Tim Taylor. Marry me. <laughs> All right, there we go. That was two a day's song by Tim Tebow, perhaps making a debut in the Canadian Football League. That's revenge for Bieber. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. Wow, you really still, said Revenge for Bieber. They still have the better deal if they get Tim Tebow and we have to they get really Tim Bieber. They really do. Yeah, no, that's fine. They get a way better yeah, deal. That's, uh, I believe Canadians would accept that deal. Mm-hmm. Damn it. There's just no fair trade on that. No. What could we send? Octomom doesn't matter anymore. Mm, no. What, to Canada? Yeah. Yeah, who could we send for revenge? Yeah, it'd have to be a package deal. Miley we were Cyrus? To trade. No, I'd, I'd still take Miley over Justin Bieber. She's at least more attractive. What's her name? Jenny McCarthy? <gasps> oh, what about that, nah. that Iggy Azalea lady? Oh, nah. yeah. She's, She's annoying. She's Australian. Oh. oh. Yeah. Iggy is. Yeah. It's pretty, she's pretty damn annoying. Hmm. I don't know. It's a tough I don't call. I need to think about that. Rick Perry. Okay, oh, we can give them good. Rick Perry. That'd be good. Yeah. Well, if we go into that's a reality show, though, anyway. that would be Tec- a lot. A Texas and Canada. That's Who, a show. <laughs> Who could we send? Um, Celebrity-wise? Yeah. Boy, that's mm. a tough call. We'd have, I'd have to think. We're about gonna have this. to figure that out. Yeah, Kardashians. Oh mm. yes, the whole lot of them. All of them. All of them. Send Thank you. That's them. exactly it. Send all the Kardashians to Toronto as punishment. Yukon. Airdrop air U- them in. Not Toronto. They could enjoy Toronto. The Yukon. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And the Yukon has to live with them there. Yeah. They can't they have like to live with them. The, yeah. They have yeah. to stay in the. Yeah. They can't get rid of them. Yeah. They can okay. maybe send them to Manitoba. Okay. Yeah. Manitoba. Manitoba. Oh my God, you guys! It'll take coffee. All right. <laughs> Aaron, oh, don't get me started. Aaron, do you have a show today? Sure, do. Yes, tell us about it. So this is going to make us all feel really old, but actually, oh today, July twenty first, today is the twenty fifth anniversary of okay. Weird Al's UHF. Yeah. Oh, oh wow. It makes me feel old, but very timely. Yeah, friend, that's really good. <laughs> yeah, timed it with the album. So today, I'm going to be playing the entire soundtrack to UHF. Yes, that is amazing. I re-listened to it this morning. Those who want to know, it actually does have the commercial for Spatula City on it. Spatula City. Oh, Spatula okay. City. Spatula City. Yeah. So I'll be Gone playing the two. <laughs> <laughs> no more, Mister Nice Guy. <laughs> I love him as Rambo. Oh yes. <laughs> Constantly blowing everything up. <laughs> Very under that poor film though. I'm gonna talk about it more on the show, but that film came out the year of Ghostbusters 2, Batman, Indiana Jones, The Last Crusade. It didn't have a fucking chance. Oh yeah, it no. Just got, I mean, it's not that it's good, but I think there's a reason why Weird Al sticks to music. Mm. Like parodies work when they're over in five minutes, with the exception yeah. of his greatest song ever made, Albuquerque, um, <laughs> which is like 15 <laughs> minutes long. Um, 90 minutes of parody is hard to pull off. It is it hard. Has nug- that movie has nuggets of genius in it, though. It's such a good movie. I yeah. mean, for me, for myself. But I also see it through, you know, 12-year-old eyes. Right. So, <laughs> 12-year-old eyes. Wait a minute, that sounds, that sounds creepy, too. Damn it! 
Yeah, you were remember like... Remember when remember when Victoria Jackson went on that whole race, that whole... Like, oh, yeah, she that, was all nutty. Yeah. So it was pretty It was pretty great. As soon as she did that, Weird Al got on a Twitter and said, well, it's nice to know that Kramer from Seinfeld is no longer the most hated member of my movie. <laughs> 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 oh, Weird Al. Genius. Oh, that's glorious. He's yeah. so wonderful, too. He's still just he's knocking it out of the park. Yep. He is indeed. He understands the way the world works. I think this new album, know. it might be his first one ever to debut at number one. Oh, yeah, wow. That's what I, I was seeing that, too, because he, he's never had one. No, which is, just seems amazing. Good he's for never him. had a number one debut. Good for him. You know who's the number one uh, cell phone service of Fun Employment Radio? <laughs> <laughs> Metro PCS. Yes. They're at the top of our charts. Metro oh. PCS. Wow, Greg, you're doing great. Dot com slash Metro. I don't ruin this. That is where you can find a location near you. Metro PCS, a fine sponsor of Fun Employment Radio. They understand the future, and they know that the future is here. And Fun now. Fun Employment Radio. And the future doesn't have to be so expensive. No. It's yeah. it's a lot cheaper than you would mm-hmm. think. $40 flat rate, unlimited everything, texting, internet, phone service, all of that. $40 flat rate, no extra charges or anything like that. Um, go find a Metro PCS location near you. And let them know that you heard about them from Fun Employment Radio because they are awesome and we appreciate them sponsoring us. Also, they're one of the sponsors for the show on the go, which if you're one of the winners, we'll be sending you um, an email that you should be receiving. So that uh, that uh, look for that. Yo. All right. You guys are awesome. Thank you so much for tuning in. Drive time at the drive-in. Coming up at 5.30 p.m. Is there Accidental Housewives tonight? Yes, there is. Awesome. And that's at 7? 7. 7. All right here on the Fun Employment Radio Network. Go to funemploymentradio.com slash live and subscribe. Six ninety nine a month. The first week is free. You guys are awesome. We'll be back tomorrow <laughs> with more with okay. Fun Employment Radio. <laughs> Stuck up.